Today has been a good day already. It's been a good day. My word this morning, uh, people have trampled all over it this morning. <laughs> it's been trampled over since the first time I walked in the doors. So that let me know that God needs me to say this. He needs me to say these words to you all. But when you hear these words now, they're not of my words. These are by the words of the God in heaven. He gave me these words to speak to you this morning. So don't look at me. See through me. And listen and see God. I'm going to be bringing the word from two books. The first one is Genesis 1.27. And then we're going to go to Colossians 3.10. And maybe then you will get some understanding where I'm coming from. That's going to be Genesis 1.27. Then we're going to go to Colossians 3.10. Can everybody stand while we read these scriptures? Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female. Created he them. Colossians 3.10 says, And have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So, my subject this morning is, Looking through the looking glass. But don't turn around. Looking through the looking glass. But don't turn around. Now this is an interesting, interesting subject. Because while I was doing this, it made me look at myself first. To make me understand that sometimes when you're looking in the looking glass, you only see what you want to see. So you have to look in there and then examine what you're looking at to make it make sense. When we look into the looking glass, we only see the effects of our time on us. Come on, come on. Not our effect on others. <laughs> yeah, that effect on others. Mm-hmm. Everyone carries a mirror through life. As unique and impossible to get rid of as their shadow. You know you can't get rid of your shadow, right? The shadow goes everywhere you go. So does that looking glass. Because no matter what you do in this life, it's going to be an image of you. Okay? So we have to start to understand that when we do things, now I gave y'all the subject looking through the looking glass, don't turn around, but I do have two parts to this story. And when I get to it, I'm going to point it out to you, this is my other part. Okay? All right. The world is a great mirror. It reflects back to you what you are. That's what Genesis 127 tells you 
God made you in his own yes. image. Yes. That's what it says. Okay. Come on. Come on. Mm -hmm. And as you put on that new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge of supposedly, y'all supposed to be doing this Amen. after the image of the Amen. creator, Amen. which is your father. Yes. Okay. But in Ephesians 4.24, uh -huh. says, and put on the new self yes. created after the likeness of God in uh -huh. true righteousness yes. and holiness. Yes. That's what it says. Yes. In Genesis 19.26, yes. where Lot's wife, uh -huh. she looked back yes. and became a pillar of salt. Well, Reverend Billy, blessed day, said it's pillow salt instead. You know what? He might have been a little bit right, might have been a little bit wrong. But we ain't going to go into that part. Looking back can be very dangerous. Simply because sometimes when you look back, you start reminiscing on the things of your past. Some good, some bad. Then you sometimes can make bad decisions depending on your own mind or understanding. Trouble can be right behind you. Leave it there. Leave it there. <laughs> Don't turn around because you will. Here's my second part. You will reap what you sow. Now, when we start talking about reaping and sowing, a lot of folks don't want to hear it. Simply because we do a lot of reaping. But when that sowing part, we, we, we do a lot of sowing. I'm going to say that. We put it that way. We do a lot of sowing. But when it comes to the reaping part, now we got a problem. We got a problem now because guess what we're doing now? We're paying for that stupid stuff. All that old silly stuff that we thought we was getting away with. But just to show as you do it, it's coming back to you. You can't do wrong and expect right to come to you. It don't work like that. When you do wrong, wrong is coming back to you. It might not come today. It might not come tomorrow. It might not come next week. But I guarantee you it's coming. Because God said so. You will reap what you sow. So if you so bad, bad coming your way. If you so good, good is coming your way. If you so show kindness, kindness will come to you. If you show friendliness, friendliness will come to you. But you can't stay right there and act like you got a whole world up on your shoulder and then you expect the people to come to you. They gonna go around you because I don't know how to read your stuff. So you got to understand the reaping and the sowing. And I'm going to get to it. <laughs> yes, sir. Woo, Jesus. Take your time. Come on, preacher. God giving me something else. Use it, Holy Ghost. He's he giving me something else. Come on, so, come on. Now, this, 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 this word here is kind of hard to swallow because it makes you look into the looking glass. When you do wrong, like I say, it comes back to you. When you talk about someone, ah, you better come on now. Someone talks about you. <laughs> when you are selfishly hurting someone, 
Someone going to hurt you. The one who sows the seed to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. Amen. Come on with it. That's it. Amen. Galatians 6, uh -huh. 6 and 7. Anyone first who receives instruction in the word must share all good things with his instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please the spirit, as I said before, from the spirit will reap eternal life. Be careful when doing things to people. Saying things. Because karma, karma is a law. It's a law. Okay? It's a law from God. Come. See, a lot of us say stuff and we don't really know what we be talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Saying things. Saying things. Karma's a law made by God for man. Learn from your past. Come on, come but on. never turn around, not all the way, right. to look back. Right. Look into the looking glass and get a complete understanding of what you see right. and who you see. All right. When you don't look behind you, you are now becoming a new creature. Right. You're becoming a new creature now. Okay? You're becoming a new creature. God said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a man, he is now a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So if you are in Christ, what's behind will not carry so much power. Okay? Anymore. Because sometimes we live back there too long. And then you get stuck. Uh -huh. So then it's hard to come out from back there. Yeah. It's hard to get out from back there when you're back there reminiscing in that mess. Yeah. When it didn't do you no good when it was in the front of you. Uh -huh. So why would you go backwards when it didn't do you no good up here? Right. Now what sense that made? That don't make no sense to me. Right. And I know it don't make sense to God. Right. So when you look in the looking glass and you see what you see, make sure you understand and know what you're seeing. Now you gotta analyze it. Yeah, that's right. mm -hmm. You gotta you gotta analyze it. Preach it now. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Yeah. Because when I say you're a new creation in Christ, mm -hmm. our past have changed. Because in God's eyes, we have no past. Uh -huh. right. We have God has dropped all charges against us. Reconcile back to God. And also in 2 Corinthians 5.18 And all things are God Who have reconciled us to himself By Jesus Christ And have given to us the ministry of reconciliation So what that mean? That means that God has forgiven all that stuff So why are we so hard to forgive ourselves And not keep going back there with that stuff? That stuff 
going to only make our life worse. It's not going to fix it. Now, I'm not saying you might not every now and then have a little pop-up shower in your life where, you know, yeah, they might teach you a little something. But don't get stuck in it. Don't stay there. Because when you stay there, that's when the dangerous part comes. That's when it becomes dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yes. Romans 5, 8. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. When we look back sometimes just for a sneak peek, sneak peek, and see all the obstacles we have crossed with the love of Jesus, we need to say, thank you, God. We need to say, thank you, God, and give him all the praise. Because we all have faced some mountains in our lives. We're going to, if you haven't, keep living. They're sure to come. But if you believe you shall receive all good things God has laid out for you, once you have been born again and have the faith, all things are possible. Because God said that. All things are possible. All good things, only a great future lies ahead. Jeremiah 2011, he says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope, a future. A future. A future. That's what we want. We want a blessed future. We want a blessed future for our children. We want a blessed future for our grandchildren. We want a blessed future for ourselves. God already promised us that. So why do we keep turning around? Why? When he already promised us the good future. Why do we keep on talking about other stuff? It's really irrelevant. We can bring that stuff up when it just it don't even make sense. Yeah. We bring it up. Well, you know, I used to. You used to. Uh, God forgave you. You used to. The word in there is used to. That's that primary word, used to. Okay, what you do today is what counts. Because if God forgave you for that, then there's nothing else to discuss with that. He has forgiven you. So forgive yourself for what you used to do and what you used to be. Forgive yourself. Because God did his part. He already forgave you. Just don't keep doing it. That's when, you know, that's, that's too much right there. When you keep doing that. Romans 13, 12. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let's put on the armor of light. Let our light shine. Let it shine. Stop being so dark. Stop worrying about the dark things and the bad things and the things of yesterday and the people talking about those things. Those things don't matter no more. I just came to God. If I used to be a robber, a thief, or a liar, that was then. See me as I am today. Because yesterday don't matter. If you're going to keep holding that, then 
wrong with the prophet? Because if you keep holding me, then why? Because you're worrying too much about me. What's going on in your life? As the captain was saying, what's in your life? Okay, what's in your heart? What's in that? What's in that? You still, you, you still got too much going on. Worry about me. Don't worry about me. Because I got to get me right. And you got to take the time to get you right. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about me. You don't have a headache, a heartache, high blood pressure, and everything else. Because I'm going to continue to do what I need to do. But you're going to be stuck in yesterday. Well, you going on back there. I'm not going. I'm not going to be with you. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I can't do it. I can't do that. You must be the change you wish to see in the oh, world in life. If it's spent making mistakes, it is nothing more honorable but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. Did y'all get that? Okay, I'm going to say it again. In this... It, In the world, in life, it is not spent making mistakes. Okay? It is nothing more honorable, but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. Nothing. So if you're doing nothing, and I'm doing a little something, how can you talk about me? I'm doing a little something. If you ain't doing nothing, you're just wasting your life. Because you're not doing nothing. Nothing from nothing leaves. Amen. 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 He wants us, God. God doesn't want us to try to go back and undo or change anything. He wants us to press on and let him show us the possibilities of our future. Rather than going back to try to fix our mistakes. You can't fix them anyway. You can't fix them. Because if you could, you would have did it then. Don't wait 20 years later talking about I'm going to go through this right here. Now you can go back and apologize for something that you did if you remember it. Even if you don't remember it. And you know you have probably because we'll do that. Well, I don't really remember. So if you don't, just do it anyway because you God needs you to do that. You need to apologize to people when you just even think you done something wrong today. Because when a person stops talking to you, okay, something has occurred. Now, I'm not saying you are the problem, but something has occurred for that person to stop speaking to you. So you need to go find out what the problem is. I know a lot of times we'll say, I ain't even going there with you. She'll be all right. Never go and have that. No. That's the wrong way to do things. You go. Miss Deborah, what have I done to you to make you not talk to me? Did I do anything wrong to you? If I did, I am sorry. But you got to mean it from the heart now. Don't go to nobody tripping. I'm sorry. Oh, no. That's not going to work with them. You got to be sincere when you go to somebody apologize. Because if I don't fit it, I don't want it. 
That's just like a good steak. If it don't taste good, what's the point of eating it? So if you come to me being nonchalant, just keep it to yourself. You don't have to thank me. You don't have to say I'm sorry. You don't have to do anything. You don't. But you will reap what you sow. You will reap what you sow. And that's God honest truth. Just keep your eyes on Jesus. <laughs> With Jesus, we can't go down. We will go through. We will go across. When you want to look back, your eyes on Jesus. Right. Remember, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. God is always with us. So, we say that. Do we truly believe that? Do we truly believe that we can do all things through Jesus Christ? We say it sometimes. Just say it. You know, but soon as um, some hit Oh, God, why? Why did this have to happen to me? Well, God didn't ever tell you what going to happen to you. He said we're going to have trials and tribulations, good day, bad day, good day. He said all that. You can take his word for whatever it is he say. When he say it, he means it. God means everything that he say. When he come out of his mouth with it's the truth. It's the truth. We know to go with lies. God don't lie to us. We lie to God. Come on now. Come on now. We lie to God in a minute. You know, all of us used to drink and get have hangovers and all of you take this away from me, I won't do this no more. Now all you have to say, well, God, let's take this away from right now, and then a few hours later, I'm gonna go pray some more. Cause that's what you were saying. That's what you were saying. You weren't saying you just lie. I ain't gonna do it no more. As soon as you feel better, you're gonna do it again. You going right and do it again. The hangover is so bad you think you're getting ready to die. Everybody got a remedy for it. Except Jesus. They didn't give you that remedy. Go take a good power. Get your Coca-Cola. Eat you some soup. Get this. Get that. Everybody. Nobody said, get on your knees and go to Jesus. Nobody told you that. They do more than the sinners. 
This is why the sinners don't want to come to church. Because they see what you do. But what I'm going to church for, it ain't helping you. That's what they say. It ain't helping you, so why should I go there? Pastor said it many times. See, Lord, slap me here right now, because you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying. But when you do right, when you do right by him, God starts showing you things different. And you don't have to have the whiskey and the beer and the drugs. Because you got Jesus. Now, I'm not trying to take nobody. Now, I ain't judging nobody, so don't get that off of you. Because that ain't my job to do. God got the last say something. I'm just giving you the words that he gave me to get to you. The Lord loves us but we can be so stupid. And then we got an excuse for it too now. We got an excuse for it. Why you gonna suck me? Look good. I got hair, I got pain. If I don't drink this, my pain won't go away. So the look is gonna help the pain. But you're gonna be sick in the next. Okay. If it makes sense, you go. I need this. You need Jesus. That's what you need. Now, when God steps in, y'all know everything else got to go. It has to go. It has to go. So if it if it don't go, that means you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Or you ain't talking the right talk. And you definitely ain't walking the right walk. Because if you were God steps in. That's and when he steps in, he's going to make something happen. That's right. But when you're not sincere, when you go to God and you're not sincere about what he is saying, what you are saying to him, it is not going to work. That's right. It is not going to work. Amen. It is not going to work. We can fool ourselves some of the time, but we can't fool God none of the time. Amen. Now we can play these little games and we can come and act like we're holy. We can come and act like we need to do this, we need to do that. But God knows the truth. You know how we love to say, God knows our heart. He yeah, do. He, do. he really do. Yeah, he, do. he really do. And he know that heart is tripping. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just being, it's tripping. You're not doing right. Right ain't going to come to you. You got to reap what you sow. You got to reap what you sh- Let me tell y'all something. I love this scripture right here. Isaiah 43, 2. Because this is a lot of us in this world. And it says, when thou passest through the waters, I will be there. I will be there with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That's God speaking. Come on now. So that means no matter what you're doing in your life, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening, He is there, folks. He is there. He, is there. Right. he taking you through the rivers, the water, the fire, everything, and that's what our life is built upon. Our life is built upon the waters, the fire, and all these other things that we go through. Because if you keep doing what you're doing, you shall get burned. You will get burned. And when you get burned, now you want to say, ouch, oh Lord. Come on, come on. 
Oh Lord. Now you want to call on him. Why you can't call on him when he bless you and, and, and give you things and he, he hand you this beautiful car and this beautiful home and your beautiful children and your beautiful grandchildren. When he blesses you financially, when he even just bless you with a good plate of food right in front of you. Why we can't do that? Because that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. Stop making excuses not to come to God because that's the best place you can be. That's the best place you can be. Because when you do get burned, you won't feel it. If you with God. You, you might, you know, a little tingle here and there, but he won't let you get so burned to wear it down to the bone. Now, some people will get burned to the bone because God trying to show them something. Trying to show them something. You hear me, Pastor? That God trying to show them something because you're so hard hard Hard-headed. And when you're hard-headed, yeah, knuckle-headed, as Pastor said. When you knuckle-headed, you will get burned. And God will allow you to get burned. Because he wants you to get a better understanding that he is first. Not your car, not your house, not your children, not your grandchildren, not your money, not your shoes, not your clothes, not your hair, not nothing that you have is more important than what God is. God is the most important thing in your life. The first thing in your life, Jesus, thank you God. That is the... Mm. Before I came to God, I went to a lot of stuff. But I can't blame God. I took myself because first of all, I knew what I was doing. Okay, that's the first thing. Now the second thing is, I didn't want to because I was so hard headed, and I thought that well, if I start doing that, then I can't do this over here. I can't hang out with my friends. I can't do this with the people, and I can't go to this place and that place. They need to be there. They need to be there. Yeah. Now, when you go to God and your friends stop fooling with you, that wasn't your friend anyway. That's right. That wasn't your friend. Because yeah. a friend don't be with you regardless when you with God yeah. or not. And be more with you when you with God. Yeah. They should want to feel a little bit of that stuff. Yeah. They should want a little bit of that. Yeah. That's it. I don't want to be with nobody that ain't no God really now. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do so because I have to. Because a lot of them fat. So I go around. But as soon as I start hearing that little silly stuff, it's time for me to exit stage life because I already see what's going on. Uh -huh. Yeah. Now, and then if I try to straighten it, well, you so holy. I remember, here we go. I remember when you, okay. Now, what you just called me? Holy, thank you. Thank you. That means you see something. I'm scaring you now. That's what that is. I'm scared you. Because now you don't want me around because now I'm going to show you up for what you really are. <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying? We all got some. We sit here act like we don't, but y'all know we got some. We all got them. We got them. Our family ain't on the family. They had all these families. Some of them probably don't see none of them, period. And because it, uh, I just don't want to go around. But sometimes we need to go around. Sometimes 
we need to go around. Because our light needs to shine. Sometimes it needs to shine to show them that this is where you need to start trying to travel to. We don't want to leave them behind. That's right. That's right. I love my family. I don't want them left behind. I'm not going to try to make them. But if I can show them in any way I can, then I'll do that. If I can give them a word without them going way up here, I'll do that. When I see them going way up here, then I come on back down and I let them for a while. Until the next time. As pastor, don't press. Don't press them. Because that's going to never run them away. But we have to keep pressing on. We have to keep pressing on as God's children. We have to keep on going. And we have to stop saying, well, we ain't going to do this and do that. We have to start doing what we're supposed to do for people. We want them saved. We got to start acting like we want to save them. If they call and talk to you and they say they got a problem, listen. Listen to them. I don't care if it's a little child. Because children have something to say to you. Yes, they do. Let them speak. Let them speak. Now, if you feel like it's just some little nonsense stuff, then you tell them, find a way. Find a way to kind of like, you know, let it blow over a little bit. But we got to start listening. We got to start listening. When I say listening, I mean to God because God is, that man, right? that's the one that shows us what to do and how to do it. So we got to start showing people that we know the word and that we get the word and that we're applying the word. That's what we have to start doing. We can say we're a Christian, but do we show it? Do we show it? We might show it on Sunday. We might show it on Wednesday. What about Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? What? What? What's happening then? What's wrong with you now? I can see you at Walmart. You pay by me. I just say, wait a minute, hold it. Ain't you? Hey, that. What's wrong with everybody? What's wrong? Hey. I call them fake folks. Fake Christians. Because if you're a Christian, you're a Christian every day. You're you're an everyday Christian. We ain't got no sometimes. We're supposed to have no sometimes Christians. But we do have them. Yeah. I pull the cover off them too. You're acting some kind of way and you walk past me. Don't we know we can't? But I know what they're going to say. I ain't even see you. Now I know I ain't that big. I ain't that big. So I know you seen me. But God bless them anyhow. God bless them anyhow. Now as I get ready to close. As I get ready to close. I'm going I'm to I'm say this. We have to really seriously start doing what's right. Because if we don't start doing what's right, we're going to reap what we sow. So we have to start looking into that looking glass and start observing ourselves more. Stop pointing the finger at other people and start turning that finger around like this. Turn it towards you because the first problem starts right here. It starts right here. We need to start getting right, folks. We got to get right with God in order to get into the kingdom of heaven. We can't get into the kingdom of heaven without all of them. As as we say earlier this morning, God don't bless on this. And we have to start being 
right. We got to start talking right. We got to start walking right. We got to start doing what we need to do. And stop looking at everybody else. And stop in yourself. Self first. Then others. We got to start doing that. Because if we don't do that, we're not going to get right. We're not gonna get right. We got. We're not gonna get right. We we need the word. We need the word every day. If we don't read but a scripture a day, we need the word. And then start applying that scripture. Start going over that scripture. Start talking to yourself about the scripture. It's a wonderful thing. People think the Bible is boring. The Bible is the most interesting book I've ever read in my life. And I've read a lot of books. But the Bible is the most interesting book that you can ever put your eyes on. Because it's going to tell you everything from the day you were born to the day you die. It's going to tell you what you need to do, folks. You hear me, church? It's going to give you your guideline. It is your guideline through life. You would not do wrong if you start doing right. Right going to come to whoever do right. You got to start doing it and mean it. Mean it from the bottom of your heart. If you don't mean it from the bottom of your heart, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. God said he'll be there. He said he would never be there. Don't forsake that. Take that word. God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. So don't turn around and look back. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Stop doing that. It's dangerous back there. Ain't nothing back there but danger. Ain't nothing back there but danger. That's it. That's it. Lord have mercy. God showed me back there. I don't want that. I know what's back there. I've been there, done that. I'm going this way. You ain't going that way. I want it. I want the Lord. I want the Lord. Thank you, God. I want the Lord. I thank you all. I thank you. I thank you.